Coming up on the Keto Cam Podcast, we bring back the GOAT, Dr. Daniel Pampa. We asked 100 people here, did you know you could turn off bad genes? And they would one. say, what are you talking about? Yeah, not that one. doesn't even make sense. It's probably not a sentence they've ever heard. Well, because I, I think they're still being taught, or at least via the media, their doctors, that, oh, a genetic condition, you're just unlucky you got it from your parents. Yeah. So how possibly could you turn that off? That's the old dogma that died in the 80s. The Human Genome Project proved that most genetic conditions are epigenetic, meaning above the gene. Yeah. You know, your hard drive is what you got from your parents, but it's the software that Correct. determine all your function. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azada here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Again, thank you for pressing play. If it's your first time, welcome. If you're returning, thanks so much for coming back. Today, we bring back Dr. Daniel Pampa. He's been on the show several times before. He is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Today's episode was an in-person episode here in Miami Beach, Florida, where I live. This is a very life-changing conversation we both spoke recently at the Hybrid Health Summit here in Miami, Florida. And after the lectures that we gave, we sat down at Dr. Pampa's hotel. So we had a videographer record the entire conversation. If you want to watch the video version of today's interview that's on our YouTube channel, it's very visually pleasing at the hotel right outside the pool with people walking around. It was super cool. We dive deep into why you don't feel well. There's so many out there who have been doing everything right, taking their supplements, doing keto and fasting, exercising, yet they feel off. They, they just don't have the energy. They have brain fog. They have weight loss resistance, resistance. They have thyroid conditions. What's the answer? And it all boils down to the mitochondria and the cellular danger response. So we're going to dive deep into that. We're going to also dive deep into the three-legged stool concept, which focuses on genetics and epigenetics, more importantly, the gut microbiome and how we use ancient healing strategies for that, keto, fasting, etc. And of course, different stressors. Environmental toxins are a stressor, mental emotional stressors, and also physical stressors. And we talk about the importance of cell membrane health. And when that is inflamed, there is hormone resistance. And we talk about long COVID symptoms. What's the root cause of that? How do you overcome those symptoms for good? This is how so many people are going to get their life back Dr. Pompa has a great program where he has taught thousands of people and his coaches have th taught thousands of people how to get their health back. We'll talk about that. This is a very important conversation. You're going to love it. B 
because it's so relatable to either you or somebody you know. So make sure you listen very closely, take notes, share it with a friend. And I'm really excited to bring him back. He is just so brilliant and uh, he understands the science. He's also been in the game for 20 plus years and he has a great way of articulating the message of health. You're going to love Dr. Pompa. If you've never heard about him before, you're in for a treat. Before I bring him on, I want to take a moment to acknowledge today's Apple podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from Jenny Bravo titled, Best Podcast Ever. I'm so glad I found your podcast. I got into keto when I was diagnosed with HS, which is a skin condition, I believe. You always have the best speakers and give the best information. I look forward to your podcast before work. I love learning about health. God bless. Jenny Bravo, I'm so glad you are listening to the podcast and it's helping you uh, have entertainment before work and keep on healing. You know, your body is incredible. It has been built to heal itself. And today's episode is perfect for you, by the way, because all roads lead to what we're going to talk about today. So thank you for listening and leaving the review. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review yet, please do so. And maybe I'll read your review on the next episode. On the previous episode of the Keto Camp Podcast, I made an announcement regarding the recent Keto Challenge we just had. And we've made the session recordings available with professional notes for lifetime access. So if you missed the challenge or you were on the challenge and you want to revisit the videos or you only watched part of the the challenge videos, this is for you. Um, It includes seven full-length sessions, which are about two hours long each and a bonus session with professional notes. And it's a seven-day masterclass on human metabolism, keto, fasting, keto flexing. And we also have special guest speakers like Dr. Jason Fung, Dr. Ken Berry, Dr. Boz, the Keto Camp coaches, myself, and some Keto Camp Academy students as well. It was incredible. And we were making the recordings available at a very special discounted price. The price is going to go up to regular price, which will be $1,591 for access to these recordings. But since you're a Keto Camp podcast listener, you can get access to all of it for just one payment of $97. All you need to do is head to ketochallengerecordings.com or click the link in the podcast notes down below. Check it out. This is life-changing. Block out time to watch the videos. It's going to change your life. All right, let's have an amazing conversation with Dr. Pampa. Dr. Pampa is what I call the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He's my personal mentor. He trains doctors and health practitioners all across the world. He does keynote lectures all across the world. He has a great book called Beyond Fasting, and he is the number one health educator in the world. I know I am biased when I say that, but I was saying it before I even knew him. So without further ado, here's Dr. Pampa. This is probably going to be one of the most important episodes that you'll ever watch. And if you find yourself doing everything right, taking all the supplements, following keto, following fasting, carnivore, whatever it is, but you don't feel well, you still don't feel well, this is the episode for you. And I have Dr. Daniel Pompa with me, the GOAT, as I call him, the greatest (laughs) of all time. And we're going to be taking a deep dive into some of the most common issues you might be dealing with. Diabetes, also insulin resistance autoimmune disease, the gut microbiome, and thyroid conditions, and much, much more. So Dr. Pampa, welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast, Thank brother. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah, you, he caught me on vacation, right? <laughs> he tracked me down. 
on my in Miami. You're vacationing in my hometown, in Miami. Yeah, of course you're going to had to do this. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is actually a show that I've wanted to do. On, on your podcast. We've done a lot of different topics. We've done a lot of different shows, but uh, we've really never hit on this. And I, I agree with your point. I, I think it's the most important show we've ever done together. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And it's part of my story. Right? Yeah, uh, it well, and it wasn't until I met Dr. Pampa, what, 2017, 2018, I was one of those people that probably you watching this right now, spending hundreds of dollars on supplements every month, yeah. doing keto to a T, doing intermittent fasting, doing CrossFit, and I had brain fog. Yeah, I had weight loss. Oh, I was gaining some weight and then it was hard to get it off. So I had some weight loss resistance and I was taking a nap every single afternoon and I couldn't figure it out. So we'll get to why that was the case. But I want you to start with why so many people are dealing with what I was dealing with. And then we'll tie it into my story. You know, I I think if we back up uh, even 10 years ago, people could just change their diet. I mean, uh, we're talking about what you mentioned, right? Now, keto and all those amazing things. But I'm talking about just basic dietary changes and they would go, I have energy again. I, my brain fog's gone. That's not the case today. Uh, today, it's more complicated than that, right? Because of the amount of specific, and we'll get into this in detail, specific toxins that we weren't exposed to the levels that we are today that are causing something we all know and heard of called inflammation. Mm-hmm. But I want to be more specific. Cellular inflammation. It's causing hormone resistance and therefore, a lot of the symptoms that you said, brain fog, anxiety, can't sleep, no energy, weight loss resistance, I mean, all of it, and it's inflammation of the cell, keeping our cells from hearing our hormones. So it doesn't even matter what blood levels look like or even taking hormones, even the pills that you're taking, all the diet. When your cells are inflamed, you can't get the good stuff in. The cells become more toxic. You can't get the bad stuff out. We turn on bad genes. Yeah. We make you know no cellular energy, and we feel like crap no matter what we do. And it's a cellular problem, and that message has to get out there. And I want I want you to go deeper into that because yeah. in case somebody missed that, we have about fifty to seventy trillion cells inside of the body, and every cell has this membrane, which has these receptor sites. So explain. You might be taking the best supplements in the world, but if it's not getting into the cell, it's not going to get that job that you want it to perform. It's not gonna produce energy. It's not gonna help you burn fat, but relate that to exactly what's happening at that cellular level. Yeah, uh, look, you, you said this, uh, you know, every cell, 50 to 70 trillion of these things, right? Yeah. In our body have this precious membrane. It allows everything we need to feel good, just keeping it simple, mm-hmm. to pass into the cell. Your dietary nutrients, everything. Yeah. Hormones, and, oxygen, nutrients. All of it. But what happens is when that cell membrane becomes inflamed, and we'll talk about some of the culprits, right? But then you can't get the good stuff in despite taking all the good stuff. And what happens is once that membrane, think of it as a chimney, right? It's like if if you're burning, if you're making energy in your house with a a fire, right? You know, a log, right? It puts off a nice heat. That's Mm -hmm. energy. But what happens if your damper's closed? Builds up all this toxic smoke. You don't die from the flames, you die from the smoke. Yep. And that's what happens in the cell. The cell starts to build up more and more of the waste just from making normal energy to survive, you know? And it builds it up and the cells become endogenously toxic, right? So the cells become more toxic, they start producing less energy. And simply put, you just don't feel good. And then in every cell is a nucleus that has your DNA. 
And what happens is, is the toxins start to trigger the genes. It, what that means is your genes literally get turned on. So let's say you had a susceptibility for a thyroid condition. Yeah. You mentioned diabetes, yeah. right? You mentioned autoimmune. Those all have a, you know, a, a gene that can be triggered, meaning we have predispositions for these things, right? We all have them. You have the blueprint. Yeah, you have the blueprint. However, the gene has to be triggered. Correct. But it's those these things, these toxins that build up in the cell that can trigger the gene. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you get the diagnosis. What people aren't being told is you can actually turn the gene off. But mm -hmm. what people aren't being told, it's toxins most often that are actually triggering these genes. And then we get the label of the autoimmune, thyroid, yeah. whatever it is. So a lot of people think the solution to that, let's say they have low testosterone or low thyroid hormone, let's just take hormones. But right. to your point, if it doesn't get into the cell, it doesn't matter what, the, what your blood levels Absolutely. look like. And I'd love yeah. for you to give the analogy of the person who goes to the gas station, they try to open up that gas tank. You remember that analogy? Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah, give that one. I, I, I call Ben the king of analogies. He really, no. <laughs> that's because, your analogy. Yeah, but I, know, but, I know, but I sometimes forget to use it, but it's a great analogy. So I, I have a kid analogy too, but no, he's right. So um, imagine your car, right? A car needs gasoline to run to have energy, right? To do what it needs to do. And you go to the gas tank, and this actually happened to people when they used to lock the gas yeah, tank. Yeah, right. You can't get into your, uh, for some reason, I've actually had where I rented a car and couldn't find the darn thing, right? And I couldn't open it up. <laughs> but course. if you can't get the gas in the car, it doesn't help by spreading gasoline on the car. Arguably, that would be a problem. <laughs> but the point is, it has to get in the car. No different than your hormones, no different than your nutrition. If you can't get it in the car, then what good is it? You're yeah. not gonna have cellular energy, your car's not gonna run. Yeah, it's a perfect analogy. And I know the kid analogy about screaming at your kids. Yeah, they listen exactly. at first and then later on yeah, they don't so, listen. Yeah, exactly. So the analogy here is, is that it, you know, it, at first you're, you know, talking very normal to your kids and then they start not listening. You scream louder and you scream louder. After all, they're not listening at all. Yeah. It doesn't matter how loud you scream. That's the analogy of taking more hormones, taking more hormones, taking more hormones. The kids, the cells are getting deafer and deafer and deafer. And is that a word, deafer? More, more deaf, deaf, more okay. deaf, yeah. more deaf, yeah. I thought that sounded odd. <laughs> more deaf as the time goes on and they're listening left. Ah, maybe just whisper. I, I think here's what I, I do want people to hear because right now it's very in vogue to take hormones. Yeah. There's a time and a place. I, I'm not gonna say there's not. However, what I want people to hear is when we look at low blood levels of hormones today, and you could tell your little story here, but you know we compare levels to very healthy countries that age normally without disease. They have low hormone levels in their blood. The difference is their cells are very sensitive mm. to the hormones. So here we are in this country looking at low blood levels calling it a pathology, a disease, in taking hormones, instead of really looking at the problem, and that's the cell, that's, I think, where we need to look, so. That's so important. Yeah. It's not about the blood levels. Dr. Pompa just made the case. It's about the sensitivity of those integral membrane proteins, receptor sites. And you, you know, you, you told me recently, somebody, a, a guy, for example, could have 800, um, a, a level of 800 in their testosterone. testosterone and their blood work of testosterone, 800. But if it's not getting into the cell, arguably somebody who has 300 or 400, but has very sensitive receptor sites would feel better and get a better result. Absolutely. Even though the blood levels are dramatically different. They could have yeah. half the blood levels, right? but the receptor sites are yeah. different. That's the, the name of the game. Yeah, right? and, and you know, you have to understand that when you start taking hormones, you're playing a very difficult game because 
there's a control tower in the center of the brain, the hypothalamus pituitary, which regulates the levels. So when you need more, it gets a signal, your hypothalamus, to tell your pituitary to tell your body to release more hormone, yeah. right? And that's a very delicate feedback mechanism. When you start taking hormones, you're disrupting that control tower in the, in the control tower. And, you, and oftentimes, most oftentimes, your body eventually stops producing its own. Yep. Now you're on your own trying to figure out what innate intelligence figures out for you. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's a negative feedback loop, right? right? It kind of tells, hey, we're you yeah. got all this exogenous hormones coming in. You don't have to do your job anymore. Or go take two weeks off or a little bit, like lay mm -hmm. off a little bit. And it forgets how to do it naturally. The innate intelligence kind of loses yeah. that ability or forgets how to use it effectively. All right, the four main um, issues out there. Well, first of all, before we get to them, yeah. I want your viewpoint on what symptoms are inside of the body because we've been brainwashed and I was sharing yesterday on stage and you were too about the innate intelligence and how we've been, have been brainwashed that symptoms and diseases and diagnosis are evil. We should hate them. We should chase those symptoms and mask them up. But what do symptoms mean to you? Look, I live my life this way. You know, symptoms to me are a warning light like you get in a car. Yeah. Something's wrong in the engine. I, it's funny because when I, I, I give people the analogy, no more would you put a piece of tape over that warning light saying yeah. that there's something wrong. You wouldn't do that, right? You would take your car to the mechanic or the dealership and say, this light's on, what do I do? Oh, thank God you brought it in. Your oil was you know, leaking and you know, you're out of oil. You know, you're blown up your engine or, or whatever's wrong, right? But yet we do this with our bodies constantly. Yeah. We, we have a headache, we take something. We have this, we take something instead of actually dealing with the problem. Exactly. Right, yeah, and, and there's a cause. I live my life from cause and effect, meaning there's a cause to something. I don't live my life from effect. Mm -hmm. I live knowing there is a cause. And when I was sick looking for answers, I refused to cover my symptoms. I mean, look, again, there is a time and a place to cover a symptom because you have to live life. But you still need to realize that you have a headache, you have fatigue, you have weight loss resistance. There's a reason in a, taking you know, X, Y, Z is not going to necessarily solve the problem without getting rid of the actual cause. That's right. So you, you made the case for identifying why we have cell membrane inflammation, right? This is chronic inflammation. He distinguished that versus uh, acute inflammation, which actually could be a good thing. Your body's delivering inflammation to heal itself acutely, but chronic membrane inflammation is the reason why people don't feel well. So then the question is, what is the root cause? of why people have chronic membrane inflammation. You know, from stage, I, I wish I would have done this, but I'll do it in the future. <laughs> I'm gonna do it for you. Uh, I draw a big bucket, right? Imagine we all have this stress bucket, if you will, that fills up from the time in utero in mom. And I did make that point, meaning that if mom has these silver fillings that contain 50% mm -hmm. mercury, there's a study called the DRAS study that shows that the number of fillings mom has is proportional to how much mercury they actually find in the baby's brain and utero. Mom's lead levels. It's normal for moms to lose, to lose bone yeah. during pregnancy, but out comes lead if they got lead from their parents. Yeah. And then lead goes from one generation to the next. So we start filling this bucket in utero. And then as life goes on, we start filling it more and more and more to one day it, it overflows. So if we look at the day that bucket overflows, that's the day that like my fatigue became unruly, right? And I couldn't get through it anymore. My bucket overflowed. It was a day I had two silver fillings drilled out 
mm-hmm. and unknowing had mercury vapor. And again, unknowing to me, I was filling up that bucket mm-hmm. my whole life. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. But then I couldn't come back from that, right? So that drives cellular inflammation. In the bucket though, you have to understand the big, big accumulators are certain heavy metals, yeah. which you know we're exposed to today at levels we never, ever saw before. And generationally, you inherited your first load from your parents yeah. only to add to it. And today, this is a big problem. There's another chemical called glyphosate mm. that we weren't even exposed to as kids, well, right. at least me. Yeah. It is sprayed on all of our food. And according to studies, it's allowing these already exposed toxins that we inherit to drive deeper into our brain and our bodies. And so this drives cellular inflammation. And I I mentioned it briefly. There's toxins called neurotoxins. These are toxins that drive deep into the brain and nerve tissue, and they bioaccumulate. That means that this is no in and out exposure. This stays with you and accumulates in that bucket. So we can all go through our bucket, moldy homes, certain infectious exposures, this, that, and you know, all of the things we use, the personal care products that are loaded with you know, different chemicals that are endocrine disruptors that cause us disruption of our hormone system is what that means. They accumulate, certain heavy metals are accumulating in the air we're breathing today. Yeah. So these types of toxins, or what you know, that's how I got my life back, getting yeah. rid of them. That's how you got your life back, getting rid of them. That's exactly so, it. But they drive cellular inflammation. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed, Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasia loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small, family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally, and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, For Keto Campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off 
every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. So those toxins, to your point, they actually, toxins love fat. And the body is very smart, right? It, it wants to, the body wants to survive. You always talk about the number one priority for the innate intelligence is survival. So when these toxins enter the body, instead of killing us right away, sends it to the fat cells, sends it to the, the membrane of the cells, which are made Good of fat, point. right? And that's a survival mechanism. But over time, it's building up right. the stress bucket. It's building up to create disease. So it's saving you short term but building disease later, all for the sake of survival short term. Yes, absolutely. Right. And you know, Ben talks a lot about the bad oils, canola oil, vegetable oils, all the seed oils. Yeah. They go in and they go into these fatty membranes, they drive cellular inflammation. We just told camera guy there who's holding our camera, <laughs> look <laughs> man, you've got to give up the oils. They stay with you for years. And as these oils and the toxins we're talking about build up in the body, your cells become more and more deaf, like our children, right? To the screaming. Doesn't matter how many hormones you take, doesn't matter the diet you eat at a certain point. When we get our cells in this inflammatory state, now we're in deep trouble. Mm -hmm. And now we have to, you know, that's how I landed myself sick, right? Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about those conditions and how we could uh, approach those. So if somebody's watching, we'll start with diabetes and we'll also categorize, we'll put insulin resistance into that bucket because insulin resistance, as you know, five to 10 years, 15 years or so, and then boom, A1C changes to the point where they're diagnosed with diabetes. But that's happening over years, and you can make the case for other diseases and conditions yeah. as well. So how do these toxins relate to diabetes? We were at the grocery store yesterday, yeah. and we were at Publix, which is a supermarket here in Miami. And as we were shopping for pet food for your dog, well, grass-fed beef for your dogs, it hit me that the same Publix we were at, the same supermarket, was the same exact supermarket that I would take my dad shopping every Tuesday and I would have a list of the food. He was diabetic, type two diabetic. I would have a list of the foods his doctors told me to buy for him. Yeah. And I, I would take him every Tuesday and it was Fiber One bars, Gatorade Zero, Nature Valley. So we recorded a video yeah. and we showed what's in those products and why we were giving such bad advice. But you mentioned that there was some research that you've seen that yeah. 80% plus. I think it's 85. 85. I, I, I may have so misquoted. Share yeah. that with diabetes. In yeah, it's toxin related, meaning that we think of diabetes, type 2 diabetes especially, Correct. as just yeah. a food problem. Well, okay, food has a lot of toxins in it today, right? So arguably that's a toxic issue too. But literally toxins make their way around the membranes as we're speaking about, driving inflammation, causing the resistance meaning deaf cells to insulin, insulin resistance. And then the other connection that they made in the article was the fact that toxins are also driving autoimmune, which is a part of thyroid diabetes, which people don't realize their own immune system can drive inflammation, attacking the receptor sites, even the hormones themselves. And now we're fighting our own body. So when we, we add up, all in, and by the way, type one is autoimmune, it right? Is and and toxins, yeah. uh, when you look at the research there, 
You know, they used to say, oh, he's just unlucky. You got type one diabetes, someone in your family had it. We know it's not that simple. Um, we know that it's toxin in origin. So the fact is, is that's why we see this massive explosion of type one and type two diabetes in this country in younger and younger kids. You know? And we know it's not just them eating sugar. We know the toxins are actually a big, big problem. Yeah, inflammation is the number one cause. Yeah, Cell membrane inflammation. And yep. to your point, it used to be called adult onset diabetes, and now it's just called type two diabetes because so many right. children start getting it. Yeah. So we know, of course, keto, fasting, great for lowering glucose and insulin levels. But for a lot of people, to your point, that might get you to a certain point. If you have a toxicity issue, you got to take care of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at how many, I, there's probably many people out there with insulin resistance or diabetes, period, that are saying, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy, right? It's or the gal. I've changed my diet. Yeah. I do everything well, yet I still can't seem to get this under control because you really never dealt with the toxic issue at the cellular level. And I want to be cautious there too. You know, what I teach, as you know, is not, you know, just detox, take a sauna, 10 day yeah, cleanse, right. you know, more poopers or, yeah. you know, those types of cleanses. That's not real detox. That's not cellular detox. That's not what got our lives back. Correct. Yeah, well, we're going to talk more about the difference between upstream and downstream detox. But so, okay, so that's we made the case that diabetes could be a toxicity issue, at least for a majority of people. Thyroid conditions, Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism. What happens with specifically mercury and the thyroid gland? You know, there's thyroid. First of all, let, let me start here, right? I, I, I think it's estimated 98% of thyroid conditions are toxic related in origin. Okay, so that's almost everything, right? So be clear, they, they call the thyroid the canary in the coal mine. Yeah. And I, I always back up and go, I'm probably dating myself because- <laughs> Not everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You might not have heard that saying, okay? But in my day, canary in the coal mine, right? So what that meant is you're so sensitive to toxins. They used to literally bring canaries into coal mines. Yeah. And if the canary died, that means there was a gas get out because they were so sensitive that what would happen is, is they would die first and it gave you a chance to get out. The thyroid is the canary in the coal mine yep. and they it's the first to be affected by toxins. So most thyroid conditions toxin related. But to your question, on the thyroid receptors, you have what is called a selenium receptor. Selenium just so happens to be a, a mineral that loves, it's like a little magnet for mercury. Mm. So imagine these little selenium receptors because that's kind of how the, the receptors work. The mercury attaches to it. Your immune system can see that little receptor and it goes foreign because it sees the mercury and it starts attacking it. And many thyroid conditions, undiagnosed, are in fact autoimmune where the body's attacking the thyroid the hormone itself or a different part of that combination. And it's autoimmune, driven by a toxin. Mm. And what, how long does it take for that to show up on lab work? Yeah, so in my own case, right? I, I knew I was cold all the time. Yep. My hair started thinning. I would see it in the drain. I was getting skinny fat, right? Where it was like I, could, I was losing muscle, my energy low. If you start Googling those symptoms, you'll quickly go, thyroid condition. Yep, yep. <laughs> so anyway, I went and got blood work done, you know, hoping that was it, right? Because then I could just address my thyroid, right? So my blood work was normal. Mm -hmm. It may have been another 10, 20 years before my blood work was actually out of range, but most thyroid dysfunction happens 10, 20, 30 years before the blood works off. But with the blood work, aren't most doctors just checking TSH? Isn't that the gold standard? It is. And yeah. why doesn't that give you the full picture? 
Yeah, so t TSH is considered the gold standard of, hey, you have a thyroid yeah. dysfunction. There's surprisingly not one study that shows that TSH has anything to do with normal thyroid function. <laughs> I hope you heard that, not yeah. one study. Yeah. Because it's showing you more of the communication between the pituitary and That's thyroid, right? Yeah, exactly. So what do they, what do you recommend? Looking at what? With thyroid? Yeah, I mean, you can look at like three, free thyroid level, free yeah. T3 levels, right? Reverse T3, Yeah, reverse antibodies. T3 yeah. And, and looking at antibodies, yeah. right? Because a lot of people are taking thyroid medications going, it makes my blood work normal, but I don't feel normal. Yeah. And you may have autoimmune, right? And you wouldn't know if without measuring the thyroid. And by the way, the reason why most doctors don't measure antibodies to autoimmune thyroid is because their treatment's the same. That's right. <laughs> here's, here's the There's T4. nothing they'll do different, yeah. so why do that test? Yeah. I think levothyroxine is the number two prescribed medication in the U.S. after a statin. And isn't that a it's T4, right? T4, which is called an inact in, inactive form of thyroid hormone. So that might not do anything if it's not being converted to T3, right? It's exact good point. So people take T4. Yeah. It makes your blood work look better. So your, your doctor's going, well, you should feel better. Yep. But the, if it's not converting to T3, T3 is actually what gets into the cell, attaches to the receptors we've been talking about, yep. gets a message in the cell. So most of that conversion takes place in the liver, in the, the gut. gut, and toxic people have problems with the conversion. Yeah. They don't tell you that, right? Oh, and then toxic people have inflamed membranes, so their cells can't hear it, even if some does convert. So you can see why we're going about these hormone conditions completely wrong. Even if it is converting, if they have too much cellular membrane inflammation, it still then has to get into the cell. So yeah. there's multiple steps here. It's not yeah. as stupid and simple as like a it, TSH. It, it, and it actually gets a step worse because we talked about the, the control tower here. Studies show certain neurotoxins where they accumulate the most for whatever reason, is the hypothalamus pituitary. That's yeah. what controls your thyroid, your adrenals, your hormones. So when those build up, and by the way, that was my issue. I was doing everything, even naturally, to try to balance out my hormones, my thyroid, my adrenals, and yet I wasn't working. And I realized it's, it's the pituitary, it's the control tower. Then I tried to address that, and it wasn't you know, working at all. I was getting like more anxious. The reason is because I didn't realize that the neurotoxins that had accumulated there, that was the issue. Mm. I couldn't just support these glands and get a lasting result. I had to get rid of the toxins in the control tower. So I want to transition to autoimmune disease. There are over 100 autoimmune diseases out there, and I believe an additional 40 that are connected to autoimmune disease. But let me ask you this question right off the bat. How long on average does it take for an autoimmune disease to be diagnosed from a traditional doctor? <laughs> yeah, years. Like five I, I, years, 10 years, I, 20 years? I, I think I said this from stage the other day. I said, it's estimated that 95% of America has some form of autoimmune. Let, let's be clear, hyperimmunity is autoimmune, yeah. where your immune system's overreacting. And I said, oh, well, how do you know? Well, it's it's simply most often the symptom of, I just don't feel good. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just don't feel good and I don't know why and I've tried everything. That means your body could be attacking itself. It could be 20, 30 years later as we were saying earlier, that you actually go, oh, I have lupus, I have Crohn's, I have- 20, 30 years yeah, later. that long. Meaning the whole time you weren't feeling well and the stress bucket was just filling up and then it overflows, diagnosis. Yeah, diagnosis, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about autoimmune. I mean, 
Explain how that relates to the gut because there's a connection there and there's a toxin out there that is probably the root cause of what's happening in yeah. the gut. So you share it on stage and share it right now. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, look, I, autoimmune, I always draw a three-legged stool yep. for autoimmune. Yes, uh, we all have genetic weaknesses. A gene gets triggered. Yours might be lupus. Mine might be yeah. rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Mine's you know, Raynaud's. Raynaud's. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I knew that actually. So <laughs> we all have them. I have them too. And again, be clear. Any stressor can trigger a gene, but it's mostly these types of toxins that we're talking about that have the ability, the strength to trigger the gene. And typically it happens in a perfect storm of three stressors coming together. Boom, the gene gets triggered. Imagine that being one leg of the stool. The other leg is the stressors that turn on the gene. And then the last leg is this gut component. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by this three-legged stool analogy is all three of these things have to be there and then you end up with the condition. The solution, we have to address all three of these things. You yeah. know, a lot of what I teach is how we turn off the genes, yeah. how we detox at the cellular level to turn off the genes, and then obviously the gut. And you ask the question, there's certain bacteria in our gut that we need in a certain number to make cells called T regulatory cells. Those are just cells that tell your immune system, they're immune cells that everything's okay, yeah. calm down, don't overreact. Yeah. They're called T regulatory cells. They regulate, right? And if you don't have enough of this bacteria, then you don't make enough of those cells. And now it, it's part of the three-legged stool to where you end up with this hyperimmunity. So we know certain toxins destroy these bacteria and don't allow us to regulate our immune system. One of those toxins is uh, glyphosate. Yes. Right. So one of the biggest ones out there. And you made the point earlier that when you were a kid, you were not exposed to the amount of glyphosate that we have now. It's everywhere. But you mentioned also turning off the gene. I would guess that if we asked, we're here at a hotel. If we asked a hundred people here, did you know you could turn off bad genes? Not they would one. say, "What are you talking about? Yeah, that one. doesn't even make sense. It's probably not a sentence they've ever heard." Well, because I, I think they're still being taught, or at least via the media, their doctors that, oh, a genetic condition, you're just unlucky, you got it from your parents. Yeah. So how possibly could you turn that off? That's the old dogma that died in the 80s. The Human Genome Project proved that most genetic conditions are epigenetic, meaning above the gene. Yeah. You know, your hard drive is what you got from your parents, but it's the software that determines all your function. And so. Dr. Bruce Lipton like obliterated that argument by yeah. actually removing the DNA from a cell and it went on to live for yeah, months. Yeah. It's like, okay, if that's not the intelligence, something controls the DNA, the three-legged stool. So if yeah. you missed it, the three legs, you have your DNA, so it's the blueprint. And maybe you have, you know, some cards that were not your favorite cards. Meaning like if you're a poker player and you were dealt a bad deck of cards, a skilled poker player will still end up victorious, right? So maybe you had a bad deck of cards, but the other two legs determine how you play those cards. Stressors, which is mental, emotional, physical, and for the, this conversation, chemical, and then you have the gut microbiome, which we use ancient healing strategies, et cetera. So, yeah, m meaning people think, well, I take probiotic, so I <laughs> yeah, probably won't yeah. have it. It's not that simple. Yeah. It's not. I, I, so I, I, Yesterday, you made that joke and yeah. everybody laughed because they agreed yeah. with you. It's yeah, like, exactly, yeah, yeah. Because everyone's sitting there, the gut issues going, yeah, I, I think, and, I and I'm not against probiotic. It's yeah. not the point. It's just, you know, you have to deal with the gut. It's like, I'm good. I teach I, classes I drink kombucha, Dr. Yeah. Pompa. I'm yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. That's so simple. Hey, Keto Camper, what if there was an easy way to help detoxify your body, ease stress, unwind, and hey, even burn more calories? What I'm talking about is sauna 
usage. Now, there's a lot of studies that show the benefits of using a sauna, and it could be kind of complicated because they're expensive, and typically you have to go to a facility to use a sauna. What I love about my sauna is that it's a blanket that I use at the comfort of my own home. I use the one from Bond Charge, and sauna blankets work by raising your heart rate to that of physical exercise, so you burn calories while you're relaxing. And you could burn up to 600 calories in one session. Sweating also helps flush out toxins like heavy metals from your body. And elevating your heart rate while relaxing releases endorphins, which can leave you feeling euphoric. I feel like I just got a 60-minute massage when I get out of this thing. It works by using infrared light, which heats the body directly rather than the air around you like a traditional sauna. This means you get the same benefits at a lower heat. You also don't need to have your head in the heat like a traditional sauna. It's very easy to use. You can enjoy a session of 30 to 45 minutes while relaxing, reading, watching TV, or meditating. It's easy to clean. It's low EMF, especially compared to other brands out there. Simple and easy to get set up. And even more important, you, Keto Camper, are offered a nice coupon code for Bond Charges products, including their infrared sauna blanket. So head over to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout to get 15% off your order. We'll drop that link down below along with the coupon code in the podcast notes. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. All right, let's talk about detox because we we know the problem is, is real and it's getting worse. I mean, we didn't even talk about long COVID and how that's also... Talk about that, yeah. You know, let's actually get into that and then we'll talk about okay. like real detox. Mm-hmm. So long COVID, there's nothing new about it, right? It's it's a mitochondrial issue. And yeah. I want you to talk about what exactly is happening if somebody went through COVID and they still are experiencing symptoms weeks, months, and years later. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in what we call a cellular danger response, meaning the cell saw a threat in this case, a virus, didn't recognize it. And because many people's stress bucket, bringing you back to your bucket, is full, that one extra stress, it said, nope, and it's stuck in this cellular danger response, which, by the way, is a normal response that our cells go through to save our life. You know, it's like getting the flu and you put yourself on the couch, your cell energy drops, it's protecting you. But when you're in a cellular danger response and you stay there, you end up, energy dropping in the cell, the body's doing what it thinks it's doing to save your life, but you're stuck here. No energy, brain fog, can't think, hair's thinning, all bad stuff. Not a good place to be. And it's because the bucket was too full. So it goes back to the bucket. It's funny, we're sitting here and there's a pool behind us and I gave you an analogy yesterday. I want to hear it. I want them to hear (laughs) it. It's a perfect time to share it Mm. because I was uh, talking to Dr. Pompey yesterday and I was thinking about the cellular danger response, how the cells get stuck it identifies threats and they get stuck. So the analogy is such, we have a pool behind us, there's kids swimming around there. Let's say, for example, one of these kids, they're like, I want to learn how to swim. They've never been in the water before, maybe like a two-year-old. So there's a swimming instructor. Now, a bad swimming instructor would just say, come on, kid, and throw him into the water. And that yeah. kid will be in a cellular danger response. Yeah. Like, it would be traumatized. Now that that kid's 22 years old, and he's like, I'm never getting Still afraid it. of water. I'm still afraid of water, right? That's kind of like what's happening at the cellular level. The yeah. mitochondria, like, I, I can't do any stressors. Like I need to be away from the stressors. But a good swimming instructor yeah. will gradually put that kid into the pool, you know, let him get familiar out of the pool and increase that stress so it adapts to it. Yeah. So that's exactly the people who are in a cellular danger response. Absolutely. They had a bad swimming instructor. Their yes. stress bucket was full. Now, how do we get them out of there? 
And you know what's funny is, I don't want to misquote it, but I think it's 57% women end up with a thyroid condition post-COVID, or at least thyroid dysfunction. The reason, remember the, the canary in the coal mine, right? So that gland that gets stressed very quickly, the adrenals and the thyroid kind of bounce off each other. But we know that so many thyroid conditions are happening now post-COVID. And again, you may not get the diagnosis from the blood test five years from now, maybe 10 years from now, yeah. but your thyroid could be affected. And again, there's a solution. I mean, we have to empty the bucket. Yeah. I mean, the, the cell, the, fix the cell you get well. It, it's obviously my cell. Why do women have, I know men have thyroid conditions too, but why do we see it more in women than men? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a great question. And, and for whatever reason, the COVID thing hit women more. And I, I don't know that they know the answer to that. Yeah. But, but in general, yeah, don't, in don't general, we see that in general? Yeah, I, I believe so. And I, I think that women, they're more hormonally in tune. Their thyroids are more fragile mm. um, as a whole because we know we have more thyroid conditions. But yeah, I mean, um, the COVID thing, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, so let's talk about you know real real detox and the solution here, because we know that the problem is apparent and it's real. And I know a lot of people this is resonating with you. So most people will hear hear the word detox and they'll think, oh yeah, I did a seven day cleanse or I did a juice fast, coffee enema, and why why does that not do what we need to do, which is to empty out that stress bucket? Yeah, and. and- I love coffee enemas. Yeah. I, I love saunas. You don't love juice fast, though. And I don't like juice fast. Yeah. So okay, I, you know, even don't have much problem with taking poopers every once yeah. in a while. That that makes that means your bowels are moving, right? <laughs> yeah. But people do call those detoxes, and I've done detox, right? Okay, uh, if it were only so simple to get mercury out of your brain yeah. or mold biotoxins from past moldy exposures or hidden infections. You know, by doing any of those cleanses, it's just not, it's not that simple. No, uh, They can assist real detox, but real detox, as you know, I teach, is a cellular issue. Mm-hmm. Meaning that when our bucket is filling and overflowing, our cells detox pathways that we need to feel good and normal function day in, day out. Even remember, as I taught you, the energy it makes, it has to get rid of the smoke like the fireplace, right? So once these pathways in the cell get shut down, diminished. Now you're dead in the water unless you fix them. Yeah. You won't get well until you fix those detox pathways in the cell. So you you have the five R's and R number one is remove the source, right? So for example, if somebody has silver amalgam fillings, what would be a recommendation for them right now? Yeah. R number one is, you know, remove the source. The other R's are what we need to fix in a cell, which is kind of my roadmap. But Whatever you do, don't just run and get fillings out, right? Yeah. You know, Would we, you rather somebody go get their fillings out from a regular dentist or keep them in their mouth? Probably keep them in. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I mean, obviously you can overflow that yeah. bucket, right? Like I did, but now don't keep them in. Yeah, don't keep yeah. them in, yeah, but I'm because, just yeah. out of those two. I so these fillings, I just we're using this as one example, right? Yeah. But because it's what really sent my bucket overflowing. They vaporize mercury for the life of the filling. And you can go on and Google smoking tooth and that's a 25 year old filling, off gassing mercury. That vapor goes right past the blood brain barrier, right into that pituitary hypothalamus. And that happens longer than we're alive. Absolutely. off gassing. Yep, off gassing as long as we're alive. So the the point is though, is that mercury turns to inorganic mercury and it's, you know, there's a process, a safe and effective process that I've been teaching of how you remove it. Uh, correctly. But to your point, 
the fillings, right? You have to get rid of them, but you just have to do it safely. Yeah, so find the right de biological, yeah. holistic dentist. There's ways to do that. And the argument that regular dentists will make with fillings is that we've done blood tests on individuals who have fillings and their, their blood levels are totally fine. We don't see an elevation in mercury. And I want you to make the case why well, that's not accurate. That's a, that's a great, great question because blood levels of mercury, if you were getting exposed day in, day out. Like a Mad Hatter. Yeah, with a type of mercury that you know will be in your blood for a couple days, yeah. you'll see it in the blood. But it's in the blood and then it goes into the brain and then you don't see it on a blood test. I made the mistake because I found Mad Hatter's disease online. I said, I have every symptom. Mad Hatter's disease is people making felt hats use mercury yeah. and they were getting poisoned and they had a certain set of symptoms. I was mad as a hatter. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, and I went and got a blood test, it was normal. It wasn't like a year or so later, an endocrinologist said to me, I think you have mercury toxicity. And I said, ah, oh, I did a blood test, I didn't. And he said, wrong test, Just do this test and see if it accumulated. But the point is, is this mercury vapor from the fillings goes right into the brain. Yeah. It's not, you're not gonna see it accumulating in the body. So yeah, not a good test. Yeah, there's no way to test unless you do autopsy, nobody's gonna, or a biopsy, nobody's yeah. gonna do that. But the best way is to do a health history, right? So if you ever had silver fillings, you have mercury in your brain. If your mom ever had silver fillings, you have mercury in your brain. So that's the best way to determine mercury Yeah, in your exactly. Brain. Anxiety, brain fog yeah. is like classic. The right? thyroid yeah, conditions yeah, that we spoke about. Where are my yeah. keys? Yeah, thyroid conditions. Obviously, mercury is absolutely a big part of. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, I, I don't want to outshadow some of these other toxins like lead, which, you know, cause other problems, yeah. you know, but you know, mercury, the anxiety, the irritability, the inability to sleep, right? I mean, those are definitely signs that you could have a mercury issue. And then we have the next step of this process where let's say somebody had fillings, let's say they got them out safely and they're like, oh, my fillings are already out. There's no need for me to do detox. Well, you already made the point, it's in your brain. You got it removed here, first step from the mouth, you got to get it from the brain. But the next step to that, uh, go ahead. You want yeah, to? Yeah, no, I was going to bring up what happened at the seminar. Yesterday. That's what I was going to say, right? Yeah, and then yeah. people say, I'll, I took cilantro, I took chlorella, I did chelation therapy. So, and maybe we'll share that example of that question yeah. from yesterday because you spoke. So, yeah. go, go ahead, bring that up. Yeah, no, literally. But yeah, the cilantro, the chlorellas, those are weak binders. They typically just cause more redistribution. In the studies, the body. It, it shows it works in a petri dish. Right. But in when it's mixed in the body, it's a completely different story. Not so strong. And you yeah, compare that to those um, cleaning, <laughs> what are those things called? That? Yeah, yeah. Street cleaners. The street cleaners. Yeah, it's like I always say, like, do you even see those anymore? Then every time I say it, I swear I, I see write, them in my I, email I, all the yeah, time. Okay, yeah. Where it's like just, it's not really cleaning things up, it's just redistributing everywhere. That, yeah, that's the weak binders, like the, Cilantro, you know, the, lot of the plant binders yeah, like that are it. very weak binders. Yeah, but the strong, this, this question that happened at the seminar, the guy stood up and said, okay, so I realized I had mercury symptoms. I had all these different things. He had to retire from on. bodybuilding. Yeah, he did. He retired from bodybuilding. He was, he was too sick. And they did IV chelation. I think he said DMPS or and EDTA. Um, EDTA and both, yeah. yeah, both. And he said, hey, I went and they did a retest and I looked better. Mm -hmm. And I think they like looked at his body tissue, challenged it out, which is a better test. Yeah. But he looked better. And he said, you know, I even thought I felt somewhat better only to become more sick. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, my, my brain fog got worse. All these brain symptoms, anxiety got worse. And I explained to him in the question that you cleared the body using that chelator, the IV chelator, but every time you go home after the IV chelator, you're getting redistribution 
and it's circulating more and more into the brain. And that's exactly what happened. So I said, look, you've got some work to do. Now you have to get it out of your brain because doing the IVs, he was creating more and more and more accumulation in the brain. It's called redistribution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Any other myths surrounding detox that you've seen that you're just like, <laughs> it drives you nuts? Because I know there's a lot out there. Yeah. Is there anything we missed? Yeah. I mean, uh, look, when people say, you know, there's all kind of the foot baths, and I don't have a problem with, you know, yeah. they can set up a concentration gradient, but they, they think the foot pads, right? I mean, I, I guess what I'm getting at is there's these, these this is in vogue now, all these different yeah. things, right? And and again, I, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Maybe they could be assist in some way, right? But unless you get to the cell, unless you get what's in the brain, uh, you're not going to get your life back. And what's the truth? Can you do this in weeks and months or does it take longer? You know, I, I, one of my goals, you know this, when I'm training anybody. Yeah, you train me yeah, on this. And I say, be 100% honest with people. Teach them the process and tell them the truth that it's years, not months. Yeah. I pulled mercury out of my brain for many years. Now, in six months of targeting it correctly, I could sleep through my nights, mm. right? But it was years because it's that deep. Yeah. And if you think it's going to come out in a few months, and that's probably my biggest pet peeve. You know, it's foolishness. Yeah. To scientists, they get it, right? They know it's not coming out in a few months. Yeah. To doctors, I hear these comments like, oh, just do this metal detox for three months mm. or this, you know, any neurotoxin. They're embedded into the brain and it's years, not months. So, you know, when I set up my program, Pump a Program, which you're familiar with, my goal is to teach people the process so they don't need me or one of my coaches or yeah. doctors anymore, right? I mean, so, so they can continue the process to do it long enough to matter. Oh, it's so true. And you know, people, it's the truth. And you might not like the truth, but that doesn't mean you're not going to feel better in a few months. It just means in order to really do some damage, or I shouldn't say damage, really clear some things out, it's years, not months. But to your point, within six months, you were back to sleeping. You were noticing an improvement. So. Yeah, you'll improve, but in order for you to get your life back and get well, it's years, not months. It's the truth it's that true. most people don't want to tell people. Yeah, people don't want to hear it. They're looking for shortcuts. Doctors fear saying that because they feel like they're going to lose a patient, yeah. right? Or, or you know, but the fact is, is it's not true. People know intuitively; they know because they they've done it, it all, right? They respect it, they get it, and they're like, "Yeah, I can learn it and do it myself. I'm good with it." So Dr. Pompa does trainings all about this, where he'll take a deep dive into the other heavy metals that we, we didn't really get into today, lead, cadmium, and mold, et cetera. And he could illustrate how that works at the cellular level and talk about how to actually test for inflammation. So where, where can they yeah. learn more about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I even talk about a test that's 50 times more accurate than a blood test is, you know, if the problem's inflammation, let's, let's see where your levels are. Yeah. And we start people with uh, a simple test. Let's, let's look at your inflammation. That's the cause, right? right? That's the cause. Makes sense that we do that. People spend thousands of dollars. I spent $5,000 on all this blood test. It was normal. If I did this test, I'd have been like, what? That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem. Now let me ask another question. What can I do about it, right? Yeah. Uh, so we'll put a link down below if you're listening on the podcast. It's also down below. And I think this is like your fifth or sixth time on the podcast. I think yeah. you, you hold the record, yeah, but we'll put Dr. Pompa's uh, social media down below as well. He's the GOAT. Uh, share this with somebody you know, somebody who might have long COVID, somebody who has diabetes, autoimmune, oh, a lot of the conditions. I mean, chances are you know somebody dealing with this. 
and also believe that your body is capable yeah. of healing itself. That's Amen. Amen. Very important. La any closing words from you? No, I I love that. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got well, he got well. That's it. Get to the cause. There lies the lasting solution. So you got to believe it before you see it. So we're going to go hang out in Miami. Thank you all for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks see for having me. Yeah, thank you, yep. brother. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with the GOAT, Dr. Pampa. His website is drpampa.com. His Instagram is at drpampa. And we're going to drop a link for the masterclass that he mentioned down below if you want to learn more about what he was teaching. So check out the notes down below if you want to watch the video format of today's interview, which is done in person. It was beautiful at the hotel. Go to youtube.com slash ketocam to watch that. Share this episode with the friends. Share it with somebody you know who has long COVID, somebody who has thyroid conditions, somebody who has diabetes. This is a very important conversation and it'll change their life forever. It could reverse those conditions once they get to the root cause. So share it with them. Share it in the social media. Please consider leaving the show a rating and review. Go check out the Keto Challenge recordings available to you at a discounted price with me, Dr. Fung, Dr. Boz, Dr. Ken Berry over at ketochallengerecordings.com. We'll drop a link down below. Thank you for spending part of your day with Dr. Pampa and myself. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.